0: and others. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So if you were thinking of starting your own podcast, you want to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Here we are with episode number 107 of Shut Up and Grind with your host, yours truly, Robert B. Foster. I was trying to, trying to get the live stream up on my phone before we went live, but it didn't work that way. So here we are. So that's, that's the joys of doing it live. Whatever pops up, you just have to roll with the punches. But uh, we're going to talk today about just stopping and looking around, right? Stopping and looking around. You'll be surprised what you can find when you just stop the hustle and bustle of everyday life. And just look around. So, uh, have a guest on. We're gonna dive right into this topic, but first, we gotta talk about me. How we doing? This is Rob Foster with RBF Fitness and Nutrition. the value that you bring to the marketplace. You know what your passion is. You know why you do what you do. So racism, it's out there, but it doesn't have to stop you. Just because somebody might look at you a certain way, that doesn't have to stop your forward progress. That's where you have to eliminate the excuses. you got to make that game plan say for me to get to that point. All right. So who would have thought, I started this a year ago in March when they shut shut my gym down. And so this is episode 107, being heard in 22 different countries. And I'm going to be on a, a focus group panel on a national television show, taping this Thursday. And who would have thought, like I started this with my cell phone, you <laughs> know, just because I needed something to do to pass the time by with the gym. And now I even have a second show. So if you weren't able to catch yesterday's show, go to weboutogetdeep.com. That will bring you directly to the YouTube page. It was myself, my daughter, and three other panelists. And the topic was is social media destroying human interaction. I think we had a pretty deep conversation. You had We had a, a gentleman who was 68 years old. Me, I'm pushing 47 There was a couple 20-somethings and a teenager. So we actually had a really good mix of opinions on this, and it was a really solid episode. So if uh, you like that kind of stuff, please tune in, check it out. And that show was on Mondays at 11 a.m. Next week, we'll be discussing about intelligence. It is – I got to look. There it is. Is is grade point average an accurate assessment of one's intelligence? Okay, so that's going to be next Monday's. Topic. So, I have another group of panelists and we'll be diving into that. So, that brings us to today. So, I was a restaurant manager for a long time, as most of you guys know. And when you're in that type of environment, like restaurant, retail, just anything that where you, you're you just on that grind all day long, like landscapers, lab- laborers, where you're working sun up to sundown, while you're in the midst of that fire, there's a whole bunch of amazing shit going on in the world that you just miss. You know, it's just a fact. You know, I would say sorry about about the language, but damn it, that's how I felt it. So that's how I said it. And so my guest, he created a podcast around his experiences. And we're going to bring him on. But first, who is he? So he is first and foremost a storyteller with a sincere love and appreciation for history, travel, and the art of, I should have Googled this word first uh raconteurship okay so you're gonna have to explain to us what that is because i don't know what that means (laughs) he is now honored to return to texas for the first season of vanishing postcards an ambitious project that represents a synthesis of these passions through the form of audio essay and welcome to the show to explain what all that means evan stern
1: hi robert thank you so much for having me it's a pleasure to be here
0: My pleasure. Thanks for taking the time to come and share your your story and experiences with us. Appreciate it.
1: Indeed. So, yes. So uh, so so I'm talking today from uh, New York City. So in case you hear some sirens in the background or whatever, that's just kind of <laughs> the way of things up here. I've, I've yeah. lived in New York for a very long time, but uh, I am one of a proud few as well who can claim to be from the beautiful city of uh, Austin, Texas. So I am bicultural. I am nice. a Texas New Yorker. So I like to think <laughs> that I uh, I straddle the, the best of both worlds. But the... Um, the reason for my move up here to New York was pretty simple. Um, I, I'm an actor. Growing up, I always knew that I wanted to pursue a career in performance, and it seemed like New York was going to be the place to go for that. So I came up here for school, um, and um, I, I kind of stayed here in the city. Um, and um, so you were asking what uh, raconteurship uh, is just a second ago. So if you've yeah. ever heard you know, the expression of raconteur, that's a storyteller. It's someone who... Okay you know, just kind of likes to tell tell stories. There's nothing fancy about it. You know, a, a great raconteur can be someone at a bar, at a pub, um, you know, it can be someone who gives a good toast um, at a wedding. Um, and I feel like I grew up around a lot of good uh, storytellers. You know, Texas people, they, they tell good stories. I come from a good Texas family, a little bit of Irish blood in there too. You throw in some alcohol in the mix and you know, people just start kind of <laughs> cutting loose. So it was something that I grew up around. And um, when I moved to the city after college, I realized pretty early on that no doors were going to open up to me. And I had to do something on my own if I was going to get any attention whatsoever. And so, you know, I initially thought to myself, well, man, let me let me write a one man show. Then I realized very quickly that in order to write a good, solid piece of writing that I myself would be interested in sitting through, it was going to take way longer then uh, you know i was going to have the patience to to do and i thought to myself okay well cabaret you know the 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 songs are there the history's there the stories are there let me see what i can do um and um you know you, you uh, uh, cabaret that's another word you, you say that to people a lot of times they don't know what it means i think mm-hmm. it's problematic that a lot of strip clubs like call themselves cabarets as well uh, yeah. so basically <laughs> you know like a cabaret show Um, it's an evening of songs and stories. And so I put together a show that focused on the songs of world war II. And I basically told the story of world war II, um, through the popular songs of the day, incorporated with some research letters, personal memory stories of my grandparents. Um, I was very fortunate. Um, I got a lot of good press out of that and it really kind of opened up doors for me in the concert and cabaret world, which honestly, um, isn't something that I initially saw myself pursuing you know, I was going to be a serious, serious actor, but, you know, since then I've had the honor. I've performed on a lot of great stages here in the city. I've performed as a soloist at uh, Carnegie hall. I performed a solo show at Lincoln center. Um, and, um, you know, it's been an incredibly rewarding journey, but my, um, my, my current endeavor, uh, that, uh, I'm working on that you mentioned, uh, is my podcast uh, vanishing postcards and had you let me Go stop on. here. Let me stop okay. here right,
0: right there. Get, you're getting ahead of me. Get, okay, all right. No all problem right. So, at all. Mm-hmm. So let's so, so let's back up a little. So first, how would you describe yourself?
1: How would I describe myself? Yes. I mean, uh, okay.
0: <laughs> so you weren't really, expecting we,
1: that one. Let, 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 let's get a bit more specific. We we gotta get a little bit more specific than that.
0: Like, if if I google Evan Stern, like mm-hmm. what stands out about you?
1: I'm an old soul. I, yeah, I, I, I absolutely am an old soul is, is what I'd say. I've always been drawn to if, – if people kind of ask, I, you know, growing up, ha, had you, like, pulled out my CD collection in high school, you yeah. know, you wouldn't have seen Nirvana You wouldn't Mm. have seen like any of the, you know, the, the top 40, what was really popular growing up. I mean, you would have seen stuff from I'm talking the twenties, the thirties, the forties. Um, that is what I, I, I have always been drawn to. Um, and people sometimes ask me where that comes from. I mean, I think some of it was that I grew up in a very casual city in a very casual age. and, And there was something about the formality of that that spoke to me. Um, at the same time, I know growing up, um, you know, riding around in my the backseat of my grandmother's car, she was always listening to you know the big band music of the 1940s, and I think to the ears of a child, um, there's actually something that's very comforting about that music. You know, you think about when that uh, music and art was created; it was a the world was in a horrible, horrible place, but it's beautifully, wonderfully comforting, and so that is something that is is always you know with me. Um, I, I love. I love history. Um, I love exploring history. Um, and, um, you know, there, there's a part of me that, uh, you know, I, that, that yearns to uh, would, would love, love nothing more than the chance to go back in time and experience and see uh, what stuff really was like back in the day.
0: I've, I've always said that, too. I tell my kids that all, all the time, that like if you, you could go to any place in time, where would it be? And I was like the very beginning. It's like, that, that's what I want to say. I want to see the very, very beginning. <laughs> see exactly how we got here and why, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so, so what, what started your love of history? Like, is it something just from a child or just going through, through school? Did it grow on you? Just like, where did it come from?
1: Yeah. I mean, it was just as, as I said, I mean, I don't know if I can pinpoint, I, I don't think that there was like a moment that I remember discovering history, mm-hmm. Um, I just remember there's, there is something, you know, that's just, uh, you know, it, it, it captures your, a child's imagination. You know, yeah. when you're a kid, you love to, to pray, play pretend, you know, yeah. Who, what, what American kid hasn't played cowboys and Indians yeah. or, or something, something <laughs> like true. that. Yep. And, uh, you know, that's just really something that stuck with me for, for my whole life. You know, my dad is is something of an amateur historian. I mean, he's he's much more into it from like the, you know, a very kind of scholarly perspective. Mm. Um, I'm not I'm not as interested in that. You know, it, it's like yeah. there there are people who are really drawn to you know talking about historical events and the political figures of the days. Uh, what I'm into is cultural history. Yes. You know, that's that's the kind of history that speaks to me and I'm drawn to. That I, I
0: said I've never had to lose a child so I'm not gonna try to tell you how you should or shouldn't feel I said but he he can see you I said he's looking down at you right now I said do you think he wants to see his dad emotional up against the wall he's like no I said he wants to see his dad kicking ass I said so do right by him come off of this wall and crush this circuit and he's like you know he's like you're absolutely right you know, then he gets in, he finishes, and then at the end of the class, he comes up to me. He's like, "Thank you for that." He's like, "That's he's like that's exactly what I needed to hear." He's like, "Like I never looked at it like he can see me," you know, like mm-hmm. and that that's how I deal with you know my dad's passing. I had a very very good relationship with with my dad, and when he passed, it's like I kind of I took it in stride. It's okay, he's just gone in body. I'm like everything he taught me, I still have it. Like, he made a lot of, a lot of the things in, in my gym. Like, a lot of them. So, like, I have constant re- reminders. I have an obituary in my room. I have an obituary on the dashboard of my car. So, I have constant reminders that he's here. So, when we gathered for the funeral, every, like, I was one of the last ones to uh, get there. And, like, and I, I just heard, you know, people were texting me, like, everyone's concerned about how, how you're going to be when you get here. And, I'm like, like, I'm going to be fine when I get there. It's like, he's he's transitioned. Like we, like we weren't blindsided. So it's like, we were, there were three generations of us around him when he took his last breath. So like I had time to mentally prepare cause we, we knew it was coming, you know? So I was, I was okay. Like I, I was at peace with it knowing that he lived to be almost 80, you know, he's and he was an engineer. Like he loved to work with his hands. And so the, the last thing he did before he went to the hospital was he and my son, my son's a young mechanic, they fixed my mom's car. So it's like, he always said when we were growing up that once he couldn't build anymore, that was going to be his time to go. And so he went just the way he wanted to. Yeah. And th- this happened right before COVID. So like, it was actually, it, it, it was perfect. Like, we, we couldn't have asked for a better ending for him. Yeah. So I, I'm able to talk about it and not break down, you know, like, do I miss him? Of course I do. Yes. But I make sure I keep his memory alive by honoring all the things that he taught me.
2: And again, there's such a blessing in that. That's where my mental mantra of, I am blessed to be here right now, really materialized when I lost a woman. She was just such a wonderful friend. She had leukemia. She fought it for Mm. six years. So again, even though we knew it was coming, it's still very difficult. I understand that it's, it's just very, very difficult. Yeah. But when I materialized in my mind, how lucky I was to have had her influence, her friendship, her lessons in my life and the opportunity to live my days Yes. Based on what she gave me, I am so blessed to yes. to be here. She owned a salon in her home, a, a hair styling and uh, I think that's about I think it was basically just hair that she did there. Um, I know she pierced some ears and so forth, but anyway, she had a business in her home and it was all about the people. Yeah. It was, so I really um, learned that from her in a business aspect as well, because what it's I amazing. do is a service. It, yeah. We can go online and buy gadgets, yeah. <laughs> but when you work with me and we understand the mission, we understand the human nature of the audience, we understand that we want this to be a real connection, so it can't be too gimmicky unless it's, calls for a fun gimmick because <laughs> we can't have more fun marketing today than ever before in my career yeah, yeah. life really is just more uh fun loving than <laughs> it, it business had to be so serious and professional before yeah. that's really loosened up
0: yeah you can just watch youtube ads or facebook ads a lot of times It's people in costumes and all this fancy editing and props and stuff but it's all about capturing people's attention now
2: yeah and then having an authentic message once you've got yes. their attention. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's like with mine, you know, are there other people out there that that help people with the with the fear of public speaking and telling their stories? Yeah, there really are. And I, I had a storyteller on my show, maybe at the, I think it was last, last week or the week before. And the way I broke it down for her, how I do it, she's like wow, honestly, like I help people do this and I've never heard it broken down the way you just broke it down. You know, it's about getting really, really to the heart of the story. It could be some something so simple. Like one of the first stories I ever told once I started speaking was about an Apple Bob contest when I was in second grade. And, and you would think like, where is that power in an Apple Bob contest? But I turned it into a whole, like a quick quick five minute story about not letting somebody else label you. You know, I took that story and I attached a meaning to it. Just like with this show, it's it's like, yeah, you know, we want to promote you. We want to pr- promote what you do, but we want to find out about you. Yes. You know, cuz there's so much stuff that you said that can empower and inspire other people, just like saying, "I'm blessed to be here." Right. That's probably that's probably the most powerful thing either one of us said in this last hour.
2: And <laughs> just, you know just be
0: blessed to be here.
2: And we're blessed to have that clientele, that specific clientele. Uh, yes. Could they use someone else for gadgets? Yeah, I don't want all the business that yeah. there is. I couldn't handle it. Nobody yeah. could. It has to exactly. be shared. And so I'm very blessed to be working with the clientele that I have found, have found me, and that are working together turns out to be a good thing. That's yep. what I want. I don't want everybody and their brother as my clientele. Exactly. I want the ones that I can actually help and relate to and help them relate to their clientele as well. That's yeah. the stuff.
0: Yeah, just like just like I I said too, like I don't want people unless they're fed up. It's like you have to be done. Yeah. You know, Those are your like people. if you are done, if you are ready to lose the weight, like I like I don't uh, you're going to do your food journal, you're going to get your steps, you're going to you're going to drink, drink your water. You're going to train three to five days a week. You know, first two weeks, you're going to tread lightly on that 21st day. I cut the umbilical cord. Like that's how I operate here. It's like, mm-hmm. you've got two weeks to acclimate to our training style. It's like if you can do that, you can join. If and again, not, it's okay then you got to find somewhere else. If you
2: try it now and it doesn't work, but you can come back yeah. and try it then, but it's going to be the same program
0: exactly <laughs> exactly so i i tell people too i tell I said, it doesn't matter where you train cuz no matter where you train you're gonna have to move you're gonna have to eat better you're gonna have to drink more water yep. like that's not gonna change anywhere you go but Remind maybe pilates me. is better for you maybe boxing is better for you maybe crossfit's be- better for you you know yoga like you got to find out what style is right for you and what coach is right for you. Yep. It's like pe- people just say, oh, I just, you know, they call me, what are your prices? I'm like, uh, who am I talking to? <laughs> it's like, I don't even know who you are. I, I don't We're... know if I'm able to help you. Like, what what is your goal? What are you trying to accomplish here? It's like, like we, we need to have a conversation. You haven't even tried any of my classes. Yeah. So h- how how can you put a value on? I, I can tell you anything right, right now and you'll say, I can find cheaper. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> in know?
2: my world, how much are pens? Mm. Well, how many How many do you think you need? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what kind of pen do you like? I don't know. Mm. How could I possibly let you know? I will tell you, you probably don't want the world's cheapest pen. Yeah, okay? exactly. That's not the answer.
0: Yeah, up the, like answer. this one right here that doesn't work. That you're cussing, <laughs> yeah.
2: Because again, that subliminal communication the person who gave me this pen that I don't like, you know, but it, it really is, it's communication. And like you say, the proper motivation, and it's okay for us to understand that people will have to meet us there when they're ready. Yes. And how blessed we are to be here to help Mm -hmm. them.
0: Yep. So, so many of my clients have have left and they always come back. They always come back. And, And I tell them, I was like, and you're not coming back because I create these super diverse workouts. I, I probably have about maybe 20 exercises that I just repackage them, you know, because like most of my clients are moms like 35 and over. So it's like I just train them to move well. Mm-hmm. So we do th- we do things that can train Like if you have to go, go to lose and get a, f- f- a 50 pound bag of sand, I don't want to see you in a shopping cart. Right. I'm training you to pick that baby up and carry it to the, to the register it's like that kind. Of, if something goes under your couch get in that deadlift position pick that couch up send your kid in there to get it you know so like that's the stuff i'm training them for so like, like i said everything that i do in that facility translates to everyday life and not every gym is like that like right. you, you you walk into some gyms and you just feel like you're a dollar sign like that, that, that's it like they just want you to join it's like you didn't ask me what my goals are you you didn't get you didn't get any information out of me you just showed me around and now you want me to sign a contract for 180 bucks a month without getting any information from me i'm mm-hmm. like that's that's not a place i want to work with It's like i don't even talk money till people come in I spend about a good half an hour with them just going over their their goals and finding out if they're really ready to get going. And then I give them a week of classes for free. I said, so if it's not for you, just vanish. Like, I'm not going to try to convince you to train here. I said, but if if you last the week, there's like a 95% join rate if they Mm -hmm. last the entire week. So it's like I said, if it's not for you, just go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like i'm not gonna be calling you and sending you emails and texting you like i'm not gonna chase you like if, if you're ready let, let's let let's get it on if you're not ready goodbye right you know.
2: right All very right. Give, give us a final based. word
0: here i said give us a final word here
2: a final word yeah well we're going into the weekend And so I would say, look around and realize just how blessed you are to be there. My weekend list includes cleaning this house because this (laughs) has been a week where we've just kind of pitched something on the dining room table and we pitched something on the back of the couch. Mm. So much needs straightened up around here, (laughs) but I will enjoy my home. I'll be glad that it's done. I'll be grateful for the skill set and the opportunity to do it. And I'll look forward to Monday.
0: Love it. I absolutely love that. Everything about it. Great way to end. So, Lee, thank you very much. Again, taking the time. And, um, yeah, this is a great conversation.
2: Thank you. I enjoyed it, too.
0: Good. Glad we crossed paths, and I'm sure we will cross paths again. Wonderful. All right. Take care. You, too. All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. All right, if you're tuning in late, make sure you go back and watch everything. Watch uh, the whole episode. So I'm look, looking for the the outro here. All right, so the theme of this one if you're tuning in it's it's gratitude. Like it's gratitude. Just be thankful for what what you have. Work for things that you want that you don't have. Have the courage. So you can't build courage without facing fear. And without facing that fear, you're going to stay exactly where you are. Right, And so just remember, everybody goes through obstacles. And as I end almost every show saying, yeah, when you get to that mountain, you can't change the grade of the mountain, but you can make yourself stronger to climb it. All right? So remember that and have yourselves a great day. I'll be back on Monday. Monday's the debate show. What are we talking about Monday? We're talking about transgender men in sports. All right? So that should be a pretty pretty uh solid topic <laughs> right? so that's monday at 11. all right you guys enjoy your weekend <music>